Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast that may or may not have a name when this episode is released. My intention for starting this podcast is to share the amazing, beautiful, fantastic conversations that I have with the people that I meet throughout my life. I feel so grateful to know such amazing, talented, successful people that have followed their passions and have succeeded in helping others and building a life and foundation for themselves where they serve the community. So today I will be having a conversation with my third cousin, Leah, quote unquote, maybe fourth cousin. She's in my Russian family. We're all cousins and I love her so much, so I'm just going to pretend like we're always first cousins because that's wonderful. So she's an acupuncturist in Newton, Massachusetts, where she serves the community with her talent. After my first acupuncture appointment, I was amazed by the way that I felt and the circumstances that arrived after, which were maybe a little bit woo-woo, but I literally ran into my best friend who I hadn't seen in forever on the train while she was going to a Fenway game, and it was a weird coincidence, so I associate that with the magic of acupuncture. Did you know that acupuncture could help women get pregnant? A lot of people don't know this. We get into this on the podcast today. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it, beautiful people. Enjoy. I love you. I love you, too. Okay, so tell me about what it was like in middle school and high school and what your passions were and if you thought that you were going to become an acupuncturist. Middle school, high school, I didn't even know what acupuncture was. Never heard of it, never considered it. Um, I spent those younger years being a rebel and I always knew I'd be doing something different than the norm and then later on I when I was already in my early 20s ended up in a big battle with anxiety and panic attacks and it ended up to it led to me just not leaving the house for a year and a half because every time I'd step outside of the house I felt sick my boyfriend at the time, whose house I lived in, he went to acupuncture for his back and he said that I need to try it. And I was like, no, I'm not going to go try this because I'm not leaving the house. She can come to me if you want me to try this. Well, that didn't work. And he was a weightlifter, so he just picked me up and put me in the car, kicking and screaming, and took me to acupuncture. And that night, I was able to go out to dinner with friends, which was like mind-blowing because... That's not something I had been able to do for a year and a half. And like, yes, the next morning, my anxiety did come back to not as major of a level as it was before. But then I went twice a week for six months, and now I'm like, I consider myself semi-normal. I'm able to move beyond the confines of my home. Mm. Were you taking medications before for the anxiety? Like, what did you do no. to treat it before you discovered I didn't do anything. I just stayed in the house. When did it start? Early 20s, we were in, uh, up to that point I traveled fine, and we were in L.A. visiting my boyfriend's family, and just the day of flying back, I just did not feel well, and I didn't feel well for like two, three months, and I went to all these specialists, and I didn't make the connection until after everybody said, everything's fine, and there's nothing physically wrong with my body, based on their tests, and then I finally saw the connection that I felt fine when I was in the house, and I just step out onto the front steps, and I felt sick. So, official diagnosis: agoraphobia. 
Whoa. What was the feeling like? I just felt like I couldn't breathe. I'd get stomach issues in response right away. thought I was having a heart attack a bunch of times at the beginning before I, like, understood. When you first... anxiety. When you first flew to L.A., did you have it? No. Nothing. It, 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 it was never a thing that ever came up in my life. Did you think your life was over? It, it was pretty intense because I thought, you know, I had just given in to the fact that I was... That's it, I'll just stay at home because I feel horrible when I leave and there's nothing that can help me. And What were you doing for work then? I wasn't. I was in college and I was able to convince my teachers that they should let me do everything from home and not have to come to class and not have attendance matter. So I just sat I watched... I watched. I went. I watched Six Feet Under on HBO. I just watched like I don't know, I think it's like ten yeah. seasons. I just binged that. I read a lot of books and I did all my homework. And that's it. So after the first acupuncture appointment, were you you strongly believed in it immediately, or were you initially like, okay, I'm not sure? So before on the way there, I was. I didn't think anything could help me. So I was like, whatever. I'm just doing this to show that I'm trying to try new things to help myself. And then I walked out and I just believed, like, it didn't matter whether I believed it or not, I just felt better. Like, it, you know, and I was out of the house right when I walked out. I just had no issue agreeing with friends to go out for dinner and it was wow. pretty nuts. And everybody was really surprised to see me out there. Because <laughs> if they wanted to hang out with me before, they'd come visit me in the house. And it was difficult to explain to some people, like, especially my mom, you know. How did she, she was like, it? you know, this is all in your head, just leave the house. And yes, I understand it's all in my head, but my body's responding in a certain way, and I have no control over the way my body's responding mm. to the things that are on my head. When you first started dating your boyfriend, you weren't like that? No, I was normal. Was he like, what's going on? Yes. I felt pretty bad for him. <laughs> wow, good boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Very nice. He took care of me. And yeah. He's my best friend now, so it's all good. Cool. So after that first appointment, then you started to go more often. Yeah, I went like twice a week for six months. And then towards the end of that, I was like, you know, I, I seemed in the world like a, a normal human being. I was able to like function and do daily things. And then while I was stuck in the house, I had finished my bachelor's degree. and In what? psychology with a minor in accounting mm. and then I decided to well I haven't been doing anything for the past year and a half really so how about and I had no idea what I wanted for my future because I wasn't expecting to really feel better so I was like hey I'll just go to acupuncture school and do this for other people how long was acupuncture school for it's a master's degree it's three and a half years I finished that I got my license I started practicing I opened my own practice from the beginning, and then they had come out with an online doctorate program for acupuncture, and I was like, yeah, I miss school. I'll do that. Oh. So I have my doctorate in acupuncture. So when you first left school, were you doing any sort of in-between jobs? So while I was in school, I was helping out at a CPA place. I was scanning paper, doing bookkeeping, and doing some tax returns. Because you were always good at accounting because of college and life? Like, yeah. you're just good at numbers? I'm, I'm very nerdy when it comes to numbers, so... Mm. I love accounting. 
<laughs> wow, I wish I loved it. Such a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good skill to have. Yeah. Was there anything during school that you became really passionate about, specifically about acupuncture? Like, was there one thing that you became most interested in? I think during school, fertility was what I was planning to really focus on. Mm. And were you able to, I know we had talked about this before, but you, through that knowledge, you were able to become pregnant super easily. Right? Yes, so I have two kids, and both of them were like, today's the day I'm getting pregnant, and then I got pregnant. So I was able to like learn my cycle, get it regular, and then have optimal fertility to get pregnant so it was very easy so I was able to apply what I learned in school on myself and I did go get acupuncture when I was trying you know when I was planning on being about to be pregnant I went didn't do myself which I could have but I decided to go to somebody else so I was Mm -hmm. forced to sit and be patient with the needles in and so I did go for like weekly acupuncture right before I was about to get pregnant where do they put the needles for acupuncture? Each acupuncture, for fertility, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, every acupuncturist has their own style, but and it's based on a lot of theory, but you really want to see where each patient is, like how their body is balanced, and where they need to have mm. a little help. And So everybody's really different. So you have to... I would have to have a full questionnaire. Yeah, so we do a full intake, especially with fertility. We do a lot more questions about um, previous cycles, pain, painful periods, whether the person has painful periods, um, if it's a regular, you know, regular timing, if they know when they're ovulating, if they are ovulating. If, you know, some people come in, and the thing I'm most passionate about now is getting people that decide they want to get pregnant but they were on birth control, and they got off birth control, and now their period isn't coming back. Mm. So I do a lot of work with acupuncture supplements to get that connection going between the ovaries and the brain to, like, reconnect again and say, hey, it's time to ovulate. So bringing on ovulation after post-birth control amenorrhea is do you s- Do you see that a lot with people that were on birth control and then have trouble getting pregnant because of the birth control? I see. So to get pregnant, you know, to effortlessly get pregnant, you want to have a regular cycle. And I do see a lot of people who don't have a cycle or don't have a regular cycle post-birth control. So the first thing we do before trying to get them pregnant is we regulate their cycle and then it's just really, you know, it all depends on just looking at a calendar and knowing exactly when you have to do the deed to get pregnant. Mm. Do you have a perspective about the way IUD affects pregnancies? Yeah, if it's a hormonal IUD, it's going to do the same. It's going to, the hormones are going to affect how the body communicates with itself. So there could be, I mean, some people don't have an issue getting their cycle back after, but it is a more and more common thing the more people or on birth control. How often do you have to see people if they're trying to get pregnant? I'm not trying to get pregnant. <laughs> it sounds like you are. <laughs> for future. I have an IUD, so. Um, it really depends on what's going on with their body. If their cycles are already normal. And then it's a lot of education, really, for the patients because they don't, they don't teach, you know, when we're non-acupuncturists, but when everybody else is growing up and 
like they don't in sex ed they don't actually teach you they just say you know you can get pregnant anytime and always wear protection but they don't really talk about like how the cycle works the different phases of the cycle and really when that little ovulation window is and how to know if you're in that ovulation window they don't teach any of that so a lot of what I do is just educating the patient and a lot of people they just say I didn't know that there were only three four days when you can get pregnant a month you know those people with perfect cycles um, so it's a lot of education like what foods to eat what supplements to take and how just to understand and listen to your own body so it's not as easy as people think to get pregnant or it totally depends on the person it, it's not as easy you can't get pregnant 30 you know if you have a regular cycle you cannot get pregnant all, all days of the month there is a tiny little window to get pregnant it's good to know <laughs> but you have to have a regular cycle to be able to look at that to know when that window is going to occur before it occurs yeah so have you had a lot of people come in to you and then thank you leah you helped me get pregnant yeah we have i have a whole you know on my instagram account we have some of our babies that we've made here Aww. and some pictures of positive pregnancy tests yeah we've made a lot of babies here at point and balance that's so special yeah one day I'm going to put together a little photo book for the coffee table of all the baby, all point and balance babies. Oh. But I've had everybody so far send me pictures of their babies. and. Oh, my God, that's so nice. And so yeah. natural, too. Yeah, and, like, some of these, I mean, I've been in practice for nine years now, and, like, some of these kids are, like, you know, eight. Oh my god. Eight, seven, eight years old. And it's just crazy. They like come in with their moms now when their moms come in for acupuncture. Some of them even want me to like stick a needle in them and they try it out, but like they didn't exist when I first met their mom and like then I helped. It's cool. It's yeah. very cool and humbling. And I feel like a lot of people aren't aware that acupuncture can do that. Because when I first heard about acupuncture and came to you, I was doing it just to see how it could relax me and see how it could make me feel. Yeah, a lot of people think it's just for, like, zenning out or some back pain. Right. Um, but there's just, it's, the possibility, possibilities are endless with what acupuncture can help. And there are a lot of studies, actually. Like, it, it is a Western accepted thing that acupuncture helps with IVF procedures so we can, like, support and increase chances of women getting pregnant if they're getting IVF. Mm. Um so there, there are lots of studies showing that. Oh, that's so nice. It's very cool. Yeah. And special that very I special. love how it's so natural. Yeah. Yeah, we just, you know, the body knows how to heal itself, and we just remind the acupunctures, well, the needles, just remind the body what to do. Mm -hmm. And it heals itself. We're not, the needles aren't healing you. It's just reminding your body what to do naturally, and it's cool. What do you, what do people come in most for? Back pain. Oh. Just because that's like the most widely accepted um, use for acupuncture. But we have a lot of people with migraines. We have a lot of fertility people, digestive disorder disorders. So acupuncture is really helpful for that. For digestive mm -hmm. disorders. Is there a particular diet that you feel increase the chances of the acupuncture working best? Um, it's not so much the acupuncture working best. It's there are certain foods that put a body into a certain pattern. And when we're doing acupuncture, we're trying to take the body out of that pattern. 
So there mm -hmm. are a bunch of avoid lists. Some are more applicable to certain people than others, depending on their constitution. Mm -hmm. So for someone like me, if I, let's just say I wanted to come in to optimize my life. I don't really have any particular issues right now, but maybe I have a foot pain. Is there a diet that I should follow that would increase my body responding so better? So our general, yeah. So we'd say like nothing really cold, no ice in your drinks. Mm. As I drink my iced tea with ice. Um, why, try to, why for the ice? The ice kind of works in the body. It, you know, like if you have an injury, we don't recommend using ice for injuries. But when people use them, you're like freezing the area and you're actually decreasing the body's ability to have blood flow and circulation. And that's what we need to heal for that area in the body to heal. So same goes for if you're drinking ice cold waters, you're putting them into your body and you're kind of stunting it and making, you know, you can picture when you're really cold outside and you tighten your entire body and you bring it closer mm -hmm. and you're, you're stiff, you're hardened, um, and that just restricts blood flow and healing. Do you learn Ayurvedic? No. Oh, okay. Is that connected with acupuncture? Really. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap, but okay. it's not, it's not directly is there something about sauerkraut? I know I started eating more sauerkraut because you had a business card yeah. with the checks <laughs> off. So now I just have sauerkraut. Bowls. is great because it has probiotics, and you're still get your. You know, a lot of people do yogurt for probiotics, which is good to get the probiotics. But Chinese medicine also says to avoid dairy mm -hmm. or excessive. I, I never like to say avoid every. You know, blanketly avoid something. Just no excess. So mm -hmm. you're avoiding. Um, dairy when you do sauerkraut and then you get all the good probiotics for your digestion and the gut is really like the brain of the body so many things can be controlled if you just balance out your gut so sauerkraut is great I'm very proud of you yeah I eat it a lot good. I love it <laughs> I definitely cut out as much dairy as possible because that messes up my skin yeah so I just avoid that yeah. how do you feel about coffee so reducing coffee. I've never had coffee in my life, but reducing. Really? Yeah, I've never tried it. Not even a sip? No. Well, like by accident, when uh -huh. I'm reaching for my iced tea, I might grab somebody's iced coffee by accident, you know, person yeah. sitting next to me. So like, but I, I've never like chosen to drink coffee. Why? I don't know. And even my tea is decaf. It's white tea. Do you have anything ever with caffeine? Yes. Like I mean, what? I do all, I do all the things you're not supposed to do. Like, you know. Not really. Just in modification, you know. I mean, in you know. Yeah, but I've seen your snack cabinet. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> you have Thank a really you. good snack Thank cabinet. You for complimenting my <laughs> snack cabinet. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wait, but what caffeine would you have then if you don't drink coffee? Sometimes I'll have black tea. Oh, <laughs> I see. I'm a rebel. Yeah, but yeah, you want to decrease as much coffee, you know. So I in May stopped like last time I went to Sedona I was like I'm just going to try drinking matcha instead of coffee and my anxiety level significantly decreased yeah. now that I don't have I still have caffeine because it's matcha mm -hmm. but there's no crash and then when I did acupuncture when I didn't have caffeine in my system I was just on a cloud of stoned it's so yeah is that a thing that's what we call it yeah. accustoned <laughs> it's like a natural high mm -hmm. And it felt so good. Yeah, it's just like ultimate relaxation. And it's hard to explain. 
it's hard to explain because everyone's like, well, what do you get out of acupuncture? I'm like, I can't explain the relaxation that occurs after. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's, I think it's really because while we have the needles in and you're laying on the table for like 20 minutes relaxing, your body's doing so much work to respond to those needles that it's mm-hmm. like tired and peaceful right after. Mm. So before we wrap it up, is there anything else to mention about acupuncture for people that may be doubting it or skeptical or haven't tried it and or want to try it? Um, make sure you go to a licensed acupuncturist. And there's there's no harm in trying once. You might not see like massive different one massive difference once. Um, each treatment does build upon the the last, and you get exponential relief. But what's the you know? It's not it's not a, it doesn't hurt. It's not a scary procedure. If anything, you'll get to relax for twenty minutes. So there's no harm in giving it a try. Mm. And is it true that it does boost the immune system in a way? Yeah. Okay, so that's good during these times. Yes. So, these crazy, crazy times. Yeah, these crazy, wonderful times. Say your Instagram and your Facebook and how people can find you and where you're located. So I am at 50 Tower Road in Newton, Massachusetts. My Instagram is at point and balance acupuncture. And you can find me on Facebook under point and balance. Yay, thank you so thank much. Thank you. I love you, cousin. Love you. <laughs>